0: Shit. Man,
1: I hope I don't blow out the the microphone here. I just adjusted the volume, but we are minutes after Rampage, man. Holy the shit. The first dance, the CM what? Punk return, man, after a 7-year hiatus. We were there in this
0: last match. We were there. We should have made an effort, we should have made an effort to, to make I it know. to those, uh, it's those damn kids, you know, and fucking two-year-old with her birthday coming up, just ruining everything. Alright. <laughs>
1: well, hi everybody, and welcome to a pipe-bombing, ice-cream-treating, C.M. motherfucking punking returning episode of the Brothers of Discussion. Matt, we're gonna talk the end of... The hiatus! It's over! He's back! Man, Punk's future with the company. Uh, A a once-in-a-lifetime pop. Um, Definitely up there with the loudest wrestling crowd reactions ever. Nay, live event reactions ever. Um, And then, I don't know, maybe we'll make some time for a SummerSlam preview. Who knows? But man, first! Oh my god. We talked uh, a, a couple weeks in a row. You know, AEW has a lot of pressure on their shoulders uh, North
0: Moto, what's up?
1: North Moto dropping. Uh, I thought I was the only one who kept hours like this. No, not on CM
0: Punk <laughs> night, brother. Not on CM Punk night. <laughs> and our boy Tristan's here too. Yeah, it's, happy CM <laughs> Punk night. Good to see you. It, you man. better, yeah. You better get out of here, Tristan, because I'm in about to. Uh, I'm about to talk. Uh, I talk pretty well about uh, Chicago in the in the area. The, the pop <laughs> yeah, they gave. It's, we're talking it's very glowy about do. that. Yeah, yeah, that city. Something you know, I have uh, to do. They hit a ninth inning grand slam. It was a perfect crowd reaction.
1: But man, we talked uh, for weeks. If Punk is actually coming back, whew, a lot of pressure on AEW shoulders, right? To just get this get this moment right. And man, did they deliver? Um, yeah. They they didn't overthink it at all. You know, they put that that moment and the responsibility of two parties: the city of Chicago and CM Punk's Mike Skills. And both parties stepped it up. Huge! Uh, that crowd could not have. You couldn't ask for a better pop. That was that was up there with the Stone Cold, you know, Crash in the Mankind Championship. That was the 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 volume of a like a Hulk Hogan heel turn. That was just one of the great loud pops ever. Um, and and Punk. We wondered, right? We wondered what that promo was going to be, that first one. You know, he had to make some mention of WWE. Um, yep. You know, he made some commentary there about um, being in that company. Uh, he was never going to get physically, emotionally, or spiritually healthy. Um, whew, still, uh, I don't think he's ever going back to WWE. Uh, but... Uh, Man, he, uh, he, he hit every note, I think, that you could have wanted out of a debut. And, uh, you know, like he said, he, he said a lot of that was unplanned. He wanted to see how he felt in the moment. And uh, I think Chicago definitely put his mind in a great spot. I think that AEW is going to be perfect for, for Punk in his wrestling career. Man, what a, what a debut. Um, Matt, your, your initial thoughts on this.
0: Well, it's just it's so funny. Uh, and, Amy, I'm glad you're here. Uh, she's still in shock. Yeah. Um, I think I want to jump on that first. Cause I, so I'm in, I'm here. I was right where I'm standing right now watching it. Uh, cause we're still getting prepped for a uh, uh, birthday party this weekend. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm making space I'm letting Michelle watch what she wants to watch. Cause she's doing, she's like getting crafts ready and stuff. So she yeah. needs to be able to watch what she wants to watch. So I'm in my office watching this. And that pop. I mean, I'm stand I'm standing here and I'm I'm where I'm in Michigan right now. I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm not near this, but you know, I made the I, I put the tweet out there like you could feel it and I said I could feel that in Michigan. Um, but really it was just like there's so much raw power and emotion in that. Um, you know, we're we're hockey fans too. Um and there's something about like those those overtime goals, even for teams that are not Detroit Red Wings. And I, I just get so pumped for it. And I go back and watch highlights of overtime goals because you love to see the roar of the crowd. But, Mike, I would challenge any hockey crowd, any football crowd, any basketball crowd to not even – like they don't even know the overtime goal is coming, right? So they get the surprise of like – Oh, we might lose, but oh, and and instead, it's it's weeks uh, of AEW. Uh, I don't know if you even want to say lightly teasing. I mean, it was pretty in your face of all the, the CM Punk teasing on uh, AEW Dynamite and Rampage right. episodes, and um, you know, you you get all revved up. You you know it's coming, and it's still there, and just the outburst is just. Oh, it, it felt so good. I, I said I was actually shaking at the time. Um, it was just one of the, I mean, it wasn't like I was... You know, like my hands were like this. It was just... Uh, part of it was because I had a cold brew so that I could stay up and I'd have the energy to talk about it right now. But um, <laughs> I, I was just so excited. It's, it's just... Uh, we I, I feel like over the last couple of years, I've only been saying this about AEW... Um, sometimes with NXT, but I keep having that reminder of like, this is what pro wrestling is supposed to feel like. We said that from the very first AEW pay-per-view, we've said it for most AEW pay-per-views, even if the stories are clumsy going in, when you walk away from that, and a lot of it is crowd reaction. So, you know, we missed out on a lot of it last year, but you know, I'd, I'd go back to like the roar wasn't the same. But it's like when Moxley and Kingston first came through on that wild thing song, uh, walking through, you know, the first live audience that they had. And that was something where it was like, it's a completely different roar, but it was, it's, it's so much different. It's so real. It, It feels like you're more a part of it in AEW and it just, there's a better relationship. I feel like between the show and the fans and it makes these pops, these moments Um, we, we've been saying AEW needs special moments, but maybe they're special for a different reason. And that's why it's not to the level of like, uh, John Cena coming back because they have, they have something that AEW is never going to be able to touch, but CM Punk is one of those things. And, oh my gosh. Um, they, they just nailed it. I, I don't know. It's, um, I know I'm all over the place, but ultimately it's just like, Uh, it's pure joy and excitement and i i hope a lot of people i hope a lot of people are CM
1: punk uh, promos
0: tonight because we're all
1: just kind of heartfelt like i I didn't think this moment would ever happen and then there it was and then uh creation matrix dropped it when i saw it on tv i peed a little
0: (laughs) when i saw yeah i saw that comment pop up i was like oh that is it's gold um you know, I, know. We we, dehydrated- I think we all need
1: uh, to invest in uh, Calco cut pants tonight.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say, if uh, if it's it's a gold, uh, you know, this, this comment here is gold, and, ah, fuck, you ruined it because you stepped on it. But I was going to say, if he's dehydrated, it's gold for two reasons. God damn it. All right, let's keep rolling. That was a <laughs> fucking failure. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, so – Ben Davis, glad now CM Punk is back. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, you know, Creation Matrix. I'm glad you're here. I don't, I don't recognize the YouTube channel or your your YouTube handle here. So I'm glad you're here. Um, we are just as excited. Uh, this still doesn't feel real. Um, I totally agree with that sentiment. But Mike, I now I'm stepping on your toes. You started your thought twice. Uh, just wanted to get those comments in there. Uh oh, are you sneezing?
1: Yeah, I had to sneeze for a second. Oh, um, yuck. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah. uh, What did you think of some of the um, talking points in that off the cuff promo, um, you know, about about finally feeling kind of, you know, in a good spot and feeling like he found a company where, you know, he left Ring of Honor. I think he said in August of 2005 and he he left Ring of Honor Wrestling and essentially saying, I haven't wrestled since, Um, you know, definitely quite a few uh, open digs at uh, his WWE experience. And I, I mean, well, I don't think that this program are necessarily going to dig it too much. I, if only because, you know, we're going to be there tomorrow to watch, uh, you know, uh, Peacemaker beat up Roman Reigns um, and listen to John count to three, a whole bunch of times. Um, but definitely really ha- uh, happy to hear Punk um, on his first night talking about how excited he is, um, that he's impassioned, that he's, um, he, he feels that, that wrestling uh, love again because he's so excited to work with this young talent. And for night one, you know, for him to, uh, you know, make this CM Punk night, but also make sure to include Darby Allen night um, in that same breath. And that crowd that was so hot for CM Punk, which obviously, of course, you know, this is a, this is a momentous day, a momentous promo uh, for them still to throw Darby some love. Woo! That guy is, uh, he's going to be a made man. And uh, I'm really excited for that that match in September. That's that's going to be big. But, yeah, any of the talking yeah, points kind of jump out at you that you wanted to touch on?
0: How about uh, the only guy on planet Earth who can stop a CM Punk chant with a, hey, guys, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. Like, um, the power that you have to be able to stop that chant no other person in pro wrestling has it. Like even Paul Heyman needs to do some Houdini magic, uh, to, to get the fans to think one way. And then he, Oh, whoop, 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 oh I'm in this way. And then they, <laughs> they have a little giggle at Paul Heyman, but you got to put in effort, you know, when you know, those, those CM Punk chants are coming, you got to put in effort. You got to be ready to go. Uh, you probably have to have notes on your hand to make sure you don't lose your place. Punk just rolls right through it, man. Um, <laughs> But I I love too that he he threw that out there. You know, the last seven years I I heard you guys, and uh, I kept coming back to all the moments that there were, like not CM Punk chants, but like CM Punk riots. You know, like at WWE live events. Like there's no Monday Night Raw tonight. Tonight is we're only chanting CM Punk, and you'd go to, you know, the what what was his old. Uh, his old Twitter handles like player coach or whatever, yeah. but it was still, you know, it's at CM Punk and uh, you know, no mention of it. He, he'd talk about, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks game. Uh, he, he'd talk about something he was watching on TV, bring up Gordon Ramsey or something that he's watching and not nothing. Like he wouldn't talk about it, but this was that moment for him to recognize uh, uh, Oliver love. I I think it was great that he recognized like our our disappointment in him because he doesn't have to do that. And we've talked out of both sides of our mouths. I think during this time, the seven years that he's been gone, um, that, you know, at some points we were asking fans to like, all right, chill. All right. Let Nakamura finish his promo before you jump into your CM punk (laughs) chant. Uh, but then on the other side, you know, um, we did want punk to come back and we would jump into like the Royal rumble rumors or something like that. Or initially when AEW started and there were punk rumors, we were excited about it. Um, But then, you know, we've, we've also had our times, you know, we'll listen to, to uh, the, um, the Colt Cabana podcast when uh, CM Punk initially came out and gave all of his, you know, his whole, explanation and you're just like you listen to it and maybe a couple of weeks later you're thinking back on some of the things he said and you're just kind of like gosh i wish i wish there's some way that this could work out you know and and maybe that's not necessarily too much disappointment in him maybe it's just the seven years of of trying not to acknowledge it i think is where we were a little disappointed in punk and we wanted to get a little more you know Hey guys, sorry. I'll, I'll be back at some point instead of always just brushing it off until you know, except for the last couple months. Um, but yeah, I there, there are so many different feelings that we've had like throughout the the hiatus here, and I, I would just say it was it was pretty nice of somebody who owes us nothing. Um, he could have sailed off into the sunset as we always end our episodes with, and he he didn't need to. Say yeah. sorry, he didn't need to do any of that. And he, he still took the time. And um, you know, he's honest too. There's there's so much honesty with he he wanted to come back for us, but he was also coming back for himself. Um there's just there's something about missing a guy like CM Punk, where we've been talking the last couple of weeks about missing a guy like John Cena. Um you miss a guy like John Cena, and I always go back to our, our casting table right we we always I always talk about you got to have good casting that's how you get a good pro wrestler I don't care how good he can wrestle if you want him to work in pro wrestling he's got to be able to grab the mic he's got to have the right voice there's got to be the right cadence like that is those are things that I think are undervalued but they of casting
1: is is it just me or is he starting to look like John Hamm
0: Well, I said Keanu Reeves was going to play the, uh, was going to be in the biopic, uh, only because he could still deliver the line, uh, everybody keeps asking if I'm back. I'm (laughs) thinking I'm back. Um, but yeah, no, that was a good interruption on your part because I was just going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, like the timing of his comeback, too. He is such a good
1: uh, businessman. Um, I mean, I'm sure he could have just went to any indie promotion and they would have picked him up. But, I mean, to, to pick AEW, to pick something where he's going to have a podium, right, to kind of mm-hmm. get this CM Punk story out. But touching on the business part, I know that's kind of the, you know, not as fun portion of the, the smart business side of, um, you know, Punk the Man. How goddamn brilliant was it that somehow – he didn't get stuck with being associated with a WWE-produced song, and that he has like you know the rights to that licensed Living Color cult of personality. Because I saw some I saw some tweets out there that man, it'd be really cool if he came out to uh, you know like Alan Parson, serious you know like uh, like Michael Jordan you know coming back in Chicago, yeah. but. That would have been cool but i think that the moment was just a plus perfect to hear cult of personality kick up and that crowd just man it's it's such a perfect like identifying song with him those lyrics are just yeah, they're just they're just made for him i know i have that uh, um uh living color uh, they probably wrote it for a slightly different reason um, but it, it just works so perfectly with with what the punk character is all about. So man, that 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 music, touching, um, you know, all the other nostalgia and just really, just really cementing that whole feeling was
0: Can fantastic. I, the the funny thing is, over the last week, we've heard um, the the Roman Reigns interview where he said, you know, CM Punk is is great, but he, he never sold. Like the rock and, and John Cena, uh, the way they sold. Um, and I, I only bring that up because truly this moment was was absolute magic. And I, act, I I will say just to throw this in there, that is something that they built into that interview. And I feel really bad that I, I actually think Roman was forced to say those things because I think he's a sweetheart. I don't think he holds any ill will towards CM Punk in any way. That was totally a WWE produced bullshit segment. So nobody get too mad at Roman. Just continue to be mad at the WWE. Uh, That being said, what's funny is the way they sold that moment. And this is why I think it's, I don't know if it's coincidental or maybe ironic. Uh, But the way they produced that too was very WWE of welcome to the show announcers to say their piece paying the crowd cheering waiting you just feel the like the holding their breath and then boom music I would challenge y'all to go watch The Rock come back uh when he was supposed to be like the host of WWE uh of, of Wrestlemania uh when he came back I think everybody kind of knew it was The Rock but they did that same thing where they just waited and waited and waited and waited and waited, and waited. And just had the crowd like going, oh, is it happening now? Isn't anything happening? Is a match going to start? Oh, my God. What's going to happen? And then, yeah. you know, and then The Rock came out. And I, I that's why I think it's it's so funny to, to bring up that Roman Reigns interview was because they made it that big of a moment. And it is. It, tr- it totally is. It, it is. Gosh. I mean, for pro wrestling's sake right now, could be bigger. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have a problem saying that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just it, it it really is a great moment, and and I just love right now that uh, my brain is comparing it to a return, one of the many of uh, Dwayne Johnson to pro wrestling. So yeah. put that in your pipe and smoke it. WWE, <laughs> you can go yeah. fuck yourself.
1: I <laughs> I feel bad. Like uh, WWE's kind of left Roman out to dry twice now. Uh, once with this you know Punk interview, and then the other time last week. When John Cena got to cut that promo on him about, um, you know, uh, harming Seth Rollins' career and, you know, uh, uh, escorting Dean Ambrose out of town. And you get a big pop ski out of that and they gave Roman nothing to work with. So it's just it's yeah. not fair. But, uh, you know, out of the table, he's he's going to be fine. So let's do this. Let's focus this a little bit more. Um, so we know that Punk's first Ugh. match is going to be in September um, yeah. against Darby Allen. I got to say of like the big names, you know, if it was going to be, you know, between like a Darby, a Jungle Boy, um, you know, a Moxley or a Cody, I got to say of those four, I I love going with Darby. Um, I think Mox, that is something that would be like a double or nothing like title match that, you know, we can save that one. Um, Jungle Boy, I like it. It would be a, you know, a physical contest, but there's... There's just something about Darby. Um, knowing that he's kind of a psycho, uh, willing to put his body on the line, you know, in every single match that he's in. Um, just as far as somebody who, you know, we, we we talk about pressure, right, with AEW having to, you know, hit a home run with this debut for CM motherfucking Punk coming back. Like, Punk expectations are like, all right, now that you're back, uh, what do you got? You know, now he's got to have to actually rest. So, I mean, as far as a guy who's been out of the game for seven years, you know, a, a masked appearance or two, uh, notwithstanding on the indie scene, um, I think he's got to be out there to impress. And you know, it's going to be a lot easier to impress if he's out there with a guy like Darby, who could make you and I look like, um, you know, uh, uh, like ring generals. Um, so, Matt, do you do you like that idea of Darby being the the first dance, so to so to speak, for CM?
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, a week ago when we talked about this, I, I wasn't as big a fan, but all I needed was CM Punk to respond to Darby. And I was like, no, I, I get it. Let's do it. Um, I mean, it's no surprise, right? I mean, Darby's been the one saying, I'm challenging to become the best in the world. Um, I I like the idea now, especially, you know, this is funny because uh, how many times have I said, talking out of both sides of her mouth, uh, since the show started. And I didn't even like it last week. And now this week, Mike, I'm ready to say I actually think Darby Allen could win. And one of the other rumors for tonight, of course, was Brian Danielson making his debut. Mike, how about Darby Allen winning? And he's still on his journey to become the best in the world. And it's next guy up. And Danny. <laughs> Brian Danielson makes his debut to challenge Darby Allen next. How, how fucking nuts would that be? I know we want to focus impressive. on Punk.
1: You think that's impressive?
0: Until Darby pins Brian clean,
1: too. And then Brock Lesnar shows up. You know, and then... <laughs> okay, now we're just going bananas. No, this Matt, you're overthinking it. This is Chicago. This is CM Punk. We haven't seen this motherfucker in seven years. Uh, the the one thing going against Punk winning is his declaration that he wants to be there for the younger talent. And it's like, do you really, I mean, are you going to, I mean, that's what sold sold
0: it for me. I I do like the idea that um, like now that I decided to book it instead of you telling me like you did last week, but I, I like the idea now, like what, what if he goes down to the bottom and he makes it like, like, it's a classic CM Punk like promos. He comes through like laughing going, of course, I, you know, I'm CM Punk. I've had to go through it all. So, of course, I'm going to have to start at the bottom and work my way up. I'm, I'm not handed anything. I've never been handed anything. I'm CM Punk. I need to work through this roster bottom to top. And that could be the story uh, where last week I said, don't murder Hawk this shit. Put him in a main event title shot pronto. But then he'd have to win. And then he'd be holding that title and it'd be a huge mess and it'd get all mucky. And then we try to figure out, well, I guess Jericho can go and Kenny can go take a break. Cause CM Punk is here and we don't really need anybody else around.
1: So yeah, they're, they're almost, they're almost at that ideal spot already where they don't have to rely on the Jerichos and the Cody's right. Where those guys right. could take a backseat and produce or be on commentary. It's, Man, what a problem to have! So it feels so young in the AEW's existence um, that they're already fleshing out this massive roster, moving to two days, and God just bless them for that sixty-minute program. Oh, Rampage! Mwah. That's all I need. You know, I'm gonna be up. I'm usually up late on a Friday night. Sixty minutes—that eh, was pretty good.
0: Let me do my. Uh, we gotta do our uh, hot tag question here. Mike, do you think with the one hour, like they they might already be rethinking this one hour show? Because having a massive promo like this, I would have to think after watching the matches that we got to watch, severely cut into their match time. (laughs) Am I wrong? Was I the only one who saw that that it felt like everything ended quickly, rather abrupt abruptly? I, I mean, tonight was about CM Punk. So it's not like they were gonna get a five star match out of anybody, but I, I I guess though that was my feeling at the end of the night is everything moved really quick. Um after punk. And I'm that punk I could have watched all night.
1: Yeah, I mean he he probably could have stayed out there for 45 minutes if he wanted to. Um yeah, I it just it felt like the right mix. Um, you got some main event uh promo work from punk. Um, You got a cup of coffee from Jade Cargill. Um, You got to see Mox, who is still arguably without a title, the face of this company. Um, Eddie Kingston, they got, you know, a young kid out there trying to prove himself. Um, And then uh, you got a a match that had real, um, uh, you know, effects on the standings and what was going to happen in terms of that tag team, you know, tournament. See who's going to fight. Um, and all out, so it's they had real matches with steaks, and then you got a little cup of coffee from the rest of the division. It's 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 just it was just enough. It one entree and then a couple little appetizers. It was it was fantastic. And Amy, oh, God bless her. Here she is another comment for us. Please, please, and we're on your side, Amy. Please keep giving us one hour shows, it leaves us wanting more without boring us. Mwah. Yes, absolutely could um, could yeah, have said so, it better
0: myself. Yeah,
1: I, I like the hot tag question, but yeah, this is exactly what it should be. I should feel like, oh, I wish we could have got a you know more of a match from Jade. And now, you know, this is something we can do at a pay-per-view or build it up to a you know a special event on a dynamite. We're gonna see her in a 15-20 minute match against, you know, the Statlanders, uh, the Brit the Hikaru cheetahs You know, it's it's gonna feel like more of an event instead of you know. Well, here, we're seeing her again for the, you know, we saw her in hour one of Raw, and now we're going to see her in hour two and three of Raw, and, you know, it's, it's, this is, this, you know, CM Punk talked about getting his passion for wrestling back, I think the brothers of discussion are getting their passion for wrestling back, and it's all thanks to AEW, man.
0: um, I did. Uh, I did see a funny thing uh, while you know the shows were going on. Um, I think we need to clarify for anybody that is upset that CM Punk's in AEW because that does exist out there. For who? Uh, Why are the we notion... those
1: people? Gross. Yeah,
0: the notion that yeah, like wrestling is back. Um, so you know the the little conversation I saw was uh, AEW fans saying wrestling is back. I guess every AEW show before this sucked, huh? Look, we all get worn out on any show. Anything gets, like, it it drags on you. What we're saying is now, like, this excitement is back. You always need the juice in pro wrestling. Anybody who, I don't know, if you you can just accept the same roster night in and night out, week after week, without excitement or surprises like this, I, and maybe the surprise happened a month ago no, when they announced listen, the You know what this signing, is? This but... is uh,
1: the New England Patriots already have won Super Bowls, and then they go out and get Randy Moss. Like, damn! Like, it was already the Patriots. Now they got Randy Moss. Like, it's not that it was boring. They were still winning championships and my attention, but now they have both on the team. So, yeah, we're going to crank it up a little bit and be excited <laughs> for these guys. And how did he come back? Man, it, it felt like. Those moments at the airport with a loved one you haven't seen in seven years, because they were gone, and they came back, and you got to hug them at the airport, and we just got to cherish this moment.
0: Grown men were crying,
1: and we're really going to be poo pooing this moment. Oh, I
0: got, I've got oh. another one, Mike. Another hot tag. Give me that give me Luchasaurus hot tag. I'm ready to
1: <laughs> I'm ready to <laughs> well, tail the case. No, no, tools. no. We're
0: going back to Punk already. All right, Good. cool. Could Jesus Christ himself get a bigger pop than what CM Punk got tonight? Where would Jesus need to uh, debut, as it were, uh, for him to get as big a pop as CM Punk did tonight at the United Center in Chicago? If Jesus came back and cut a pipe bomb
1: promo on Richard Dawkins, you couldn't have got a bigger pop out of the city of Chicago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was... That was pretty good. I hope everybody else got a little minor popsky there for Mike there. Um appreciate it. Yeah, uh no uh what I wanted to bring up with uh the Jungle Express is um and I, I don't want to get this wrong, so I am using Google, I'm cheating. Tarzan Boy. Um that also song Jungle Boy. Oh, okay. That song reading. is it, it felt it felt like we had three parties tonight. That when that song plays, I wanna get up and dance, we had uh, in living color and then we've got wild thing ending the show yeah. um pe- more people need to be talking about how it is you know what uh Jade I don't know what her song is but it is a rockin guitar solo like Eddie van Halen style just yeah. from start to finish while she's walking to the ring this whole the whole fucking night was yeah. a goddamn party for every entrance and um I yeah we need to give more props to tony for doling out the getting in those pieces. pockets for the music yeah, yeah like, but like real real fucking music playing jesus how many times have we been talking uh nauseam about you know uh, another cfo dollar sign song which i, I god love them for trying everything pales in comparison to something like anything really that came, that that aew pushed out tonight i just yeah, hats off. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you you pulled a me, thinking I called Jungle Boy Tarzan. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you said you were googling it, and I was
1: like, "Oh man, he's he's part of the Jurassic, Jurassic Express." I think you called it Jungle Express. So then you said uh, there was Tarzan boy out there with <laughs> dinosaurs. So uh,
0: you know why? Why here? I'm reading our notes. That's why. I I wrote I heard it, one of us wrote Jungle Express. That's why. <laughs> um um yeah, I boy the this this song.
1: Um, we also had uh talking about music, we had uh the Jericho muted entrance with with no uh Judas playing and Although, uh, I do ben think, think
0: <laughs> you what? Uh, I again I, I've said this before, I've gotten in trouble. Um I do think Judas sucks as a song. It's 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 not a good song. Man, Matt throwing shade. <laughs> Man, there's 20,000
1: screaming AEW fans who could disagree yeah. with you. And, hey boy. Uh, I was one of them, because I was singing along. I'm
0: coming, I'm coming!
1: That's all right, Matt. We'll sing the song. You can be the, the wrestling Judas. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, one more thing, musically, and I'm sorry I have to pivot away from AEW for a moment, but a momentous event happened on SmackDown today because Rick Boogs, wrestled not Woo-hoo. only did rick boogs wrestle my my young woman my lady she sat down because she knew that cm punk was going to be on and she made a mistake she sat down a little early and didn't realize it was smackdown so they <laughs> and i said there's rick boogs he's the guy who retweeted us like twice so i'm very excited this is his first match Oh, but he's going up against Apollo Cruz and his his big goon. I'm pretty sure Boogs is out there to eat a pin. And Matt, I was wrong. Boogs has a crazy finisher where he stretches out Apollo Cruz, plays air guitar on his ribs, and then does a pump handle slam for a clean. John Cena, one, two, three, finish. Man, I popped so hard, you could have thought CM Punk returned. That's how big of a night this was.
0: From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, weighing in at 200. 200- All right, I couldn't help it. <laughs> <Got> it.
1: <laughs> I was so happy for Boogs. Um, I I felt like Pat McAfee in my basement. It was fantastic. I'm getting a tear in my eye right now. I'm just so happy for the Boogs. Uh,
0: that, no, that was a great transition because um, – I mean, there isn't much else uh, uh, else to say about uh, Rampage uh, Two, I well, guess. Punk, as I put it in I'm the just, notes.
1: Last for Punk, I'm so excited. They already announced he's going to be on Dynamite. That you know, yeah. good. it looks like it's going to be you know not a once in a while thing. We're going to get to hear the man speak, see him on our TVs. I can't wait for next Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> It's nice to know. He did say uh, he, he's, you know, what, his calendar's open or how did he put it uh, in the promo? Like, this this doesn't feel like a, a Brock Lesnar thing. Um, but, Mike, I, I did want to ask, uh, I guess now that we're, you know, like I said, we could wrap up the, the Rampage conversation. Um, I just uh, jokingly brought up Brock Lesnar. Uh, you texted me this comment and I said this is a fun question to ask on the podcast. Uh, so I want to get your thoughts. Mike, is your WWE divorce on the table?
1: Man, I'm very excited to see John Cena tomorrow. I am actually, I listened to some interviews and you're going to fall out of your chair. I'm kind of excited to see uh, the anointing of Damian Priest with the championship. I honestly listen to that guy and he sounds like a pretty charismatic fan of wrestling, and you know, we haven't quite gotten to see that on television because of the way they write his character. But that is a whole other story. Um, I'm actually still excited for portions of WWE, but when you ask if the divorce is on the table, it's not that I'm ever going to not be invested in some of the characters, but I definitely feel like AEW is going to be my priority, um, and it's more than likely, Matt, going to be the priority of this show.
0: Uh, Especially because we can uh, can talk about the NXT TakeOver 36 preview as well. We can run through that real quick. Um, That really feels like the end of an era sort of takeover. Yeah, it's the Sunday
1: show. That's a little unusual.
0: Yeah, we're we're wrapping up storylines that I thought we wouldn't get for quite a while. Uh, And they're wrapping up quick. So uh, it sounds like there, there was a, a rumor that, uh, or maybe it was just a report, I don't know, that uh, they've even started filming, uh, pre-taping NXT episodes. Uh, so they're not, they're not live anymore. Um, I can't confirm that that is true, but the point of me bringing that up is to kind of piggyback on your statement that AEW would become the priority of this program. Uh, only because NXT was my priority and now it seems like it's not a WWE priority. So the, um, I don't know what, once the care and attention starts to drop, uh, I'm sure the quality will too. And it, it probably is going to fall by the wayside as well.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to stand by my point.
0: Oh I'm my God. Not- <laughs> Amy. Amy with the, I'm not divorcing WWE, but they're definitely my side piece. Um, That, (laughs) Jesus, Amy, we need to get you on the podcast. That was way more eloquent and beautiful than anything. And I still, we still got to go shopping
1: and see if we can make that uh, Missouri show happen. Because now I really, now. I really want to go and see CM Punk in person, so we'll get that figured out. Uh, but honestly, I am excited for SummerSlam. um so yeah, let's take a look at the card. Um, so, I'm gonna go through it real quick, and then uh, I'll let you pick the first like the match you're most excited about. We'll try and give that the most time. So, we got a tag team match on a pay per view. You don't see that a lot in WWE, Matt AJ Styles and uh, Omas against RK Bro. Woo! Um, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. No championship involved, I guess. Uh, we'll just see how this goes. Man, a match, I swear to God, I'm, I'm excited about. Damian Priest versus Sheamus. Uh, we got Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in a rematch. We got the Mysterios against the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Man, that's two Tag Team title matches. Woo! I don't even recognize this company anymore. Man. I'm sorry, Bob we we didn't pick this don't please don't feel like we wanted you to do this but bob lashley against goldberg oh, that's happening um and then nikki ash is going to defend her title um against rhea ripley and charlotte flair and matt the main event of main events in the summer of cena slash i guess summer of punk now the head of the table roman reigns versus john so matt what is the match what's the one you're most excited about
0: on this card Oh, come on. Roman Reigns and John Cena. That's, uh, that's number one. I, I've had, like, with the excitement of what tonight's That's show too easy to a question. In. Give me a hot tag. Oh, shoot. Let me, uh, let me cue we'll it up. It's, it's easier when I'm setting them up, because I can go look for it and then tell you there's one coming. But uh, Mike with the hot tag.
1: Man, make the case for John Cena winning.
0: All right. I know it's a hot tag,
1: but you know you can have a have a second to ponder your thoughts, kind of <laughs> gather yourself. Everybody uh, picks
0: up their phone and looks at it. Oh, the podcast stopped. What? The well, time's still running. Um, <laughs>
1: it's a hot tag. Maybe it's not a hot I, mic. I don't yeah. know what happened there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I, I mean, it's it's him getting the record for titles. It's um, WWE trying to make the the big statement uh, that you know they're they're now they're in it right if if there was ever a war between these two companies uh CM Punk just did it i mean it's it's breaking news on ESPN so they've got to do something huge and i think you and i respect roman reigns i think a great deal of people respect roman reigns but that has nothing that is nowhere near uh the like the brand of John Cena. Uh it, it touches everywhere, it touches every bit of pop culture. Uh a couple weeks ago I just watched one of my favorite superhero movies and I can't wait for the Peacemaker television show to start. And uh, that could be it. It could just be let's get an extra month of John Cena in here. Uh we'll pay him a ton. We'll work we'll work with the studio that he's working with to make a, a new television show. Um but we, you know, we need to do anything we we possibly can to get this to work. And it's it's going to be the big, like, we, we can't have CM Punk show up, but we can have John Cena paid out the ass to work for another month, and then we'll at least have one night we own Twitter, or at least by the end of the weekend we own Twitter because John Cena had the surprise victory against Roman Reigns. Um, that... To me, if you want to go beyond like kayfabe, that's where John Cena gets the win. Yeah,
1: I think the the social media reaction is John's best case. Where
0: uh, I mean, it's where, it's where, also it's John winning plus most heavyweight championships in pro wrestling of all time.
1: I think uh, on the day after CM Punk returns. I think they would love to be on ESPN with John Cena sprawled in the front row, blowing kisses at Roman Reigns. That that uh, throwback to uh, CM Punk doing that to John. I, I I think they're you know drooling, thinking about trying to do that. But it's such an irresponsible like <laughs> we've built up Roman to be like the face of WWE. For the foreseeable future and to punt that away for an espn Pass it out. Get <laughs> highlight in. moment it's just utter madness um for us i think for wwe's for you know their future you know they always talk about you know when wcw failed they were going to all these handspens and we went with new stars like Shawn michaels and you know undertaker if you're gonna do that and look at the past when you were successful maybe this is when you have uh, our boy Big E cash in because I don't. I I almost would put money on Cena winning oh, yeah. because they're so panicked about Punk.
0: Yeah, so, you just ruined it. Yeah, Cena win. Big E will cash in. You get. Yeah, that's it. We go that's back what's to happening. Normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cena has the most championship reigns of all time. Is that cheap? Do we do we really want that? It's to not be-
1: cheap. It's just uh, we've talked about it before. Where you know you don't need to necessarily you know blow all your wads in one night. So for Cena to win and lose in the same night, it would just be kind of like, oh, well, okay. And you don't really get to, you know, that moment in history in the in the wrestling history books of Cena being, you know, the all-time leader in championship victories. You know, he's going to have like a, a, a Kane over Stone Cold moment where he barely holds the record, you know, for an, for an hour before he loses the belt. So, I, I don't think they're going to blow all their loads in one night. You know, that should be spread out. But, CM Punk just changed the game, so I, I don't know what WWE's panic
0: move is going to be. Did CM Punk change the game, or did AEW? Hmm. S- sorry, I just was having fun yeah, with I that. Um, that. I didn't yeah, actually think didn't, I was saying anything. I didn't anything. Enjoy that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Punk, Punk did. Because was- he, because it, because he made the choice to go. Yeah. It Wasn't, it wasn't Tony dropping all that, dropping a load? Strapping uh, a big um, money load
1: yes. yeah um, um yeah let me right. tell you um, so can
0: well, I just say can I let me toss in there you you got pretty hot you you got heated with Wwe for making the decision to let John Cena win but if I had to pick I would just say I I'm pretty sure Roman reigns is gonna win this right maybe I,
1: I don't know this I really think they're gonna do a panic move and give it to John I' I would almost be scared on WWE's behalf, like, oh my God, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> John John, I know none of this ever really matters, but John needs yeah. to win to keep uh his relationship with the WWE, right? Isn't uh is that how Roman ended the night? Telling John that if you don't win, let me I'm just oh, checking Twitter.
1: right, right, right. Yeah, because Roman is supposed to leave. Yeah, he did say this is Vegas, let's uh make the odds on- here
0: here leaving that oh I'm sorry I got it wrong um this is me doing it while I'm wrapping presents for my baby girl either I'm leaving that stadium as universal champion or I'm leaving WWE uh okay. so I'm glad that you Roman, the Roman is winning
1: scripts because I I didn't want him to say I'm gonna leave Smackdown you know and we're like a week away from the the, the, the draft again so it's like okay Roman see you on Monday night with slog you know <laughs> Uh, Matt, uh, I got to say the, the second match I'm, I'm most uh, excited for is... Uh, I'm not kidding. I'm kind of excited to see Damian Priest be away from The Miz, be away from John Morrison. Miz, fantastic villain. Morrison, incredible. One of a kind of athlete that we'll probably never see again in our lifetimes. But, my God, they didn't just beat a dead horse. They turned it into an RV sandwich. That horse... <laughs> Has ceased to be for a long time. So I'm very excited for Damien to move on, have a new feud. Uh listen to that guy in interviews. He he sounds like such a fan. Um, and he so badly uh when he bumps around with you know the, the legends in the back, he, he really gets an undertaker's ear to be like, Can I have one match with you, please? <laughs> That's his goal. Um but yeah, he sounds really respectful of the business. Uh, he sounds really enthusiastic, passionate about it. And uh, you know, Sheamus is kind of in that role now, where you know, much like uh, Randy Orton and um, maybe John if John loses. But you know, the guy's with some panache, uh, with some history, given the rub. And so Sheamus might be the guy to uh, kind of help coordinate Damian Priest as he moves forward in his career. Um, Matt, do you have any? Any feelings for that match, or is there one you'd rather move on to?
0: Um, I, I have very minimal feelings about it. I, I don't. I don't have a ton, to be honest. Um, it it, it hasn't really been what's on your, my radar.
1: Yeah. What's your next one then after John?
0: Probably Edge and Seth Rollins. Uh, I I think Seth has has been turning it. You know, he's been turning in great matches for years. Uh, but it doesn't matter who he's fighting. I think the only stinker over this Seth Rollins run has been him versus the fiend. Everything else has been very, it's been very solid. I think uh, people give him a bad rap because he's, he's pretty cocky on Twitter um, as he should be. I mean, yeah, the young bucks just posted new bio and it's the greatest thing. That run of tweets is probably one of the greatest runs of just easy Twitter gags. I, I think I've ever seen, but um, they're all, you know, they all, they all do it. Uh, so he shouldn't get us uh as, as, you know the bad rap he gets because of that because of the cockiness but uh he's just that damn good and edge is exciting um the, the start of smackdown tonight uh, it's it's one of those things where punk comes back you know tonight and nothing's going to compare to that Edge just been around and still that music and you know these crowds are getting to see edge for the first time and um man it's 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 electric and it's it's wonderful hearing him um and goddamn is he throwing out the growls and the uh, talk about casting and having a good voice for pro wrestling uh, edge still has it. And he, he actually did the um, you know, the old brood uh, dumping a bunch of blood on Seth Rollins today, which was great because he wore a completely um, white suit. And uh, you know, I guess they did like black blood. Maybe they can't do red blood anymore on, on cable. I, I don't know. I keep, Somebody would have to explain that to me how it was a bloodbath, but it was black. Um, anyways, that was pretty cool. I, I think they got me hyped up for it, and I think these are two fantastic pro wrestlers. Uh, so yeah, that'll that'll yeah. just be a fun wrestling match. If even if it didn't have a hot story, tagged with it. Yeah, Um, I,
1: um, I feel kind of guilty that a lot of these guys have been around for like 15 years. Like the guys we're excited about, like the match with John Cena, there's, you know, there's a Goldberg match. There's a, you know, a rape, a Ray Mysterio is going to be there. Edge is going to be there. You know, like a lot of these dudes have, have, uh, you know, got some, uh, lost tread on the old wrestling tires there, but I'm, I'm sorry. There's one more match I'm kind of excited about and I'm not kidding. It's the Raw Tag Team Championship with AJ and Omas versus RK Bro. If this company, hopefully they they don't do a panic knee jerk and give Cena the title because I'll, I'll, I'll honestly I'll be kind of worried for WWE's future um, if they're putting their their you know their uh, um, their success in the hands of a guy who is only there once in a while. Um, I really think that Riddle. Has the crowd's interest um, when he's out there? I think that they genuinely laugh at his comedy segments, and he can he can go and he cuts a pretty good promo. He's got a WWE look to him. Um, if they get to a point where he's fighting Randy Orton at WrestleMania for a championship, I I, I think that's a match that people would want to see, and I I, I, I think it would do well, Matt. Um, so if this is going to be a building block towards that eventual you know breakup. Um, I'm pumped to see it and I'm pumped to see their success. And I think as far as a lot of these matches on the card go is, you know, a lot of people I think are going to be, you know, kind of feeling like they've, they've had enough of Goldberg getting title matches or, you know, they kind of feel like WWE dropped the ball on this McIntyre gender storyline, which, which should have been a no brainer. And they've just, you know, fucked it to oblivion. Um, We're going to give, TV time to Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. You know, so some of these matches, you're kind of, ooh, a little cringy. I don't know how this is going to pan out, but AJ Styles, uh, Omas just having to be the big guy, and then Riddle and Randy Orton. It, I, I think that match has got really, really strong potential. Um, I'm pretty pumped for that one.
0: Um, yeah, I think the only... <clears throat> um... The only other one that's, that's really, you know, I think is a no brainer is, is the Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, I I think it'll be hot. It's just, um, I think the only reason I didn't
1: bring it up is it's, you know, a rematch, which it's a rematch, but
0: right. I mean, I mean, that's pretty much where my head was at was, I mean, the story's not great, but we know the match is going to be good. So that that's, that's kind of the long and short of it on that one. But, um, yeah, I, I, do you want to run through who we think is going to win just real quick? We'll go uh, yeah, bottom yeah, to top on this list here. Yeah, uh, Raw Tag Team Championships: AJ Styles and Almost versus RK Bro. I'm going RK Bro.
1: Yeah, I, I, they want get, they got to get some more eyeballs on Monday Night Raw, and uh, that relationship between Riddle and Randy that's it's a no brainer. Matt, give me that, Eldon. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, you wanna grab the next one and then I'll Yeah, Alexa right Bliss out. and uh we'll Eva Marie. It here.
1: This is uh I don't I don't think anyone really wins in this uh contest, but um Alexa Bliss will probably get the pin.
0: I, I see something where Eva could actually get the win here, and then something crazy happens after the match with Alexa. So I'll, I'll just go with Eva Marie just to kind of mix it up here so we don't do the same thing over and over. Uh, Mike, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. I, I smell a vacation for Drew McIntyre, so uh, Jinder Mahal is getting the win here, even though I, I love my boy Drew.
1: Um, Matt, the only people who care about Jinder Mahal are every single they're fan. Right, they're so uh, right he's in front not going to win. Yep, and uh, Drew is going to win again because uh, it's going to be <laughs> what we doing. Uh, Sheamus defending the U.S. Championship against Damian Priest. Uh, it's SummerSlam. This is one of the big quarterly pay-per-views. This is going to be Damian Priest, one of his big moments. Um, see him take a big step in his career, and, you know, he's going to get a few uh, pay-per-view matches after this defending that belt. So uh, give me Priest.
0: Uh Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh Edge has been just fought. if there was power rankings, if wins and losses mattered, uh he's down at the bottom of the, <laughs> the barrel right now. Um so I I gotta think Edge needs a win at some point, And I think Seth Rollins can react well to a, a loss. Uh, I I think God damn it. I can't believe I'm going to say this because I think the easy one's Seth Rollins, but I'm going to take edge on this just to kind of go with the SummerSlam. You give, you know, you give the fans their face victory. Uh, so edge over Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with that one. Um, Seth Rollins, neither of these guys really needs to win the match. So, uh, it, you know, it's just going to be about how much, how much fun can we have with this one? And I think the most fun would be edge winning. Um, that takes us to the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Bianca and Sasha. Um, yeah, this has to be Bianca. Um, and then I think maybe this is finally where we stop getting trolled by Becky Lynch and she actually returns <laughs> and we get to see her set up um, either a rescue on Bianca's belt, uh, uh, behalf um, or, you know, maybe they're going to try and just turn her heel in some capacity because we've We've seen her baby face and uh, let's, let's see what she can do as a heel. Why not?
0: I would go same sort of like Becky coming back, but because she's going to face Sasha Banks for the title and start a feud. So they need something hot going into the fall. They want to compete against CM Punk and AEW. So Becky Lynch for Sasha Banks, uh, after Sasha takes the title, uh, SmackDown tag team champions, uh, the Usos versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I've seen, some people saying that Dominic is gonna turn on Ray. Um, Jesus, what are we doing, WWE? Um, just I get, just give it to Ray and Dominic. It, it's fine. Just I don't care anymore. Just I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> that's, that's it. I think you should leave a reference before anybody gets worried about me. Mike, who do you, who you got?
1: Uh, this is the Usos. Uh, I think Ray Mysterio came back just to get his son over. Um, and he's probably going to give his son some some clean victories over him. Um, So this is probably where they're going to start to fracture a little bit more on TV, and uh, Ray will start to sail off, and Dominic will uh, kind of pave his own path. Can't stop. Um, Then we got Bob Lashley. I'm so sorry, Bob. Uh, Going against Goldberg. Bob, he works out really hard, like all year, and you know, he, he did all that. He did all that cardio, and he's only going to need to wrestle for, like, two minutes. So, Bob, I'm sorry all those efforts are going to go for naught. Um, I wish you were out there against Finn Balor or, you know, Doink the Clown, anybody else. But, uh, you know, Bob Bob's going over at least, so we got that going for him.
0: Um, I'm going to take Goldberg.
1: Holy it's shit. It's over. Okay. pro Women's Championship it. match. I don't want to hear any more from you. Nikki Edge <laughs> versus Rio versus Charlotte. This is a tough one because uh, I, I don't think that Nikki's quite getting the pops that they thought she was going to get. And it's just like, well, it kind of made her a superhero. And I don't know. I think the fans who like her are the people like us who don't want to see her be a superhero. So probably Charlotte.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll I'll go with um, Charlotte as well. Man, Can I just good. say I like the last time we talked about one of these pay-per-views, I was so far removed from Monday Night Raw. I didn't. I was still calling her Nikki Nikki Cross. So I I don't care about the story at all. I I think they've really failed uh, the Raw Women's Title. Uh I just it's it's such a fart sandwich. So just give it to Charlotte and maybe Becky will fight Sasha and Charlotte and she'll take both the titles back. All right, Mike Universal Championship, uh Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Your final your final thought. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Roman. Matt, in
1: a short sighted nightmare, uh John Cena wins and the company begins to go under. Matt, uh, that takes us. Do we have a few minutes for NXT or no? Um,
0: I mean, you said it, so we could do it. I, yeah, I just no, let's do it. Let, let's just tell. Let, let's tell the folks. I mean, do please God watch this because this is going to be the a last great night. One. Yeah, we yeah,
1: just saw done. the first dance of CM Punk. This is the last dance of NXT. Um, uh, maybe, Matt, This is the card. I'm actually. This is a fantastic card like every NXT it's an TakeOver amazing,
0: is. It's an amazing card. We
1: got LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes in a million-dollar championship match. I I love those two guys. They're fantastic dance partners. Matt, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in an undisputed You're Not My Friend Anymore two-out-of-three falls match. Um, Dakota Kai is going to challenge for Cal Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. Walter versus Dragunov Part 2. How did we get so lucky? And then, uh, Matt, we thought he was done. I thought he was fired. We all did. Samoa Joe, he's back. And now he's doing a title match at the next TakeOver event. Matt, it's Uncle Joe versus Carrion. Uh, which of these matches are you most excited for?
0: Walter and Dragunov, Um, I mean, they, they put on one of the greatest matches I, I've seen in the last decade. Um, and they did it without fans. So... I mean, I guess they're, they're up for another test here and, and getting us excited. Cause I don't even know where this is being taped. Is it just in Orlando or what the hell's going on? Uh, to be completely honest, I've, I've no fucking clue. Um, but, uh, I, I'll just say like, they're going to want to, the, the drive in these two to be the best. Like they're going to try and outdo that match. And I think that's fantastic. Um, Maybe it'll go down as the same kind of thing where we talk about Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and the second one wasn't quite as good as the first one. But that's fine because it'll still go down as one of our favorite NXT matches of all time. Uh, but yeah, that, that will easily be the best match of the night because even though you've got some powerhouses in the NXT Championship match and uh, you've got a Women's Championship match where somebody we've been hoping would be Women's Champion for such a long time is going, I think this is easily uh Dragonoff off and walters easily the uh going to be the the main event or the top match or steal the night whatever you want to label it that that's it
1: yeah that's what's <clears throat> funny to me is uh on nxt takeover um I, I i would book walter and Ilya as like the main event and give them 45 minutes to kill each other um uh, but unfortunately it's going to be carrying cross and Samojo Joe in a match i'm very, very lukewarm on. Um, I'd say the set, the match. I'm next. I'm excited for Dakota Kai to win. Uh, I'm not the biggest Raquel Gonzalez fan. Uh, you know what happens. You know sometimes you don't like uh, you know pineapple on the pizza. That's my pineapple pizza. Just it hasn't hit for me yet. Um, the second match I'm most excited about is La Knight versus Cameron Grimes. I I'm so excited to see this this of these five matches they're all like vicious um you know guttural visceral like deep-seated feuds of hate and anger and this is going to be the only one that's kind of fun right because they're (laughs) fighting for the million dollar championship they're fighting for who's going to be a butler it's you know it's it's the only match on the card that's going to be just kind of silly, a little bit. I mean, they're still going to be, you know, trying to win, but I, I want a little fun, and uh, I'm going to need a, a little bit of a, a palate cleanser um, outside of that Walter Dragging Off match, which, much like a, a Moxley promo, is 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 going to look uh, like borderline assault. So um, I hope you're buckled in for that.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm i still excited, uh, even though it, it, it's it been going on for a while, but Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, of course, is going to be great because of the two names I just mentioned are involved. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that they can do something a little different than just leaving one of the guys dead in the ring. I want for this to be two guys asking each other, why are we doing this? Like they've known each other for so long. There's a relation, there's a real relationship there that they bring up all the time on NXT programming. Have that come into play in the middle of the match. Have these two guys just beating the hell out of each other and just break down. And what are we doing? There's, you know, there's got to be a better way to fix this. I'm uh, nervous give me about this match.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I really feel like it's going to be like Bret Hart doing WCW, but it's going to be Adam Cole doing A-E-E-W or spelling out Britt Baker or something. Like I could really see this one being as close of a nightmare as the John Cena championship victory. Like not the Adam Cole, he's a professional, of course, but I just, yeah, being, I, I don't feel like it's going to have the emotional punch they think it is because I think a lot of people are already anticipating it being out the door. I, I could almost see it being like uh, Goldberg versus Lesnar, where you're kind of, oh, man. Like, it, it's it's almost like I could see them being just a little safe because Adam's like, oh, Bob signed another contract over there. They they do a whole insurance thing, so I got to be in good shape and not injured, so I don't know. that It makes me kind of nervous. As, in a, again, we, we know what a professional you know Kyle and Adam are, but it's just I gotta see them out the door.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I definitely haven't had that thought. <clears throat> I, I would probably lean harder towards your, your comment of them both being professionals. I think, like, think about what CM Punk was saying tonight in the ring, and you have an opportunity to stand out as a professional wrestler. That's your job. That's what you love to do. And that, that what you said, makes it sound more like, you know, WWE. I got to not get, I don't want to get all dirty and bloody. I'm, I'm going to stay nice and squeaky clean for my next job. Um, I I, th- I think they'll lay it out on the line because I think these two, I mean, they know each other well, right? And then um, they probably don't want to look be looked at as like, wow, what a turd sandwich this two out of three falls match was. <laughs> um, I, think, I think there's a lot of pride. Uh, I mean, top to bottom on this card that everybody's going to want to stand out. I think, you know, stand out LA Knight and Cameron Grimes will stand out because it'll just be an absolute, you know, joy ride. It'll be super fun. We'll be giggling throughout the whole thing. Um, and then powerhouse will be carrying cross and Samoa Joe. And and you've got Kyle Riley and Adam Cole and Walter versus Ilya will, will be something where we're, we're talking about, wow, this is really trying to change or, or be like one of these memorable pro wrestling moments for years. Um, and I, th- I'll be on. You know what's fun? Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I, I think have a, a lot of great chemistry, and I think they are going to put on probably Raquel's best match. Um, they, they probably right now have the best story out of these five matches. Um, I, I do think that match though is limited by Raquel's abilities, but I think this is going to turn out to be her best. So really when you look at this card, you're kind of just going, well, who's going to be the Forgotten One? And I don't think Kyle and Adam want to go down as, especially if this is their last go in an NXT ring, want to go down as the Forgotten Match at TakeOver 36. You could be right. They could already be in the zone of like, I don't give a shit. But um, I don't don't see that. So we'll just settle on that. Want to run through the wins and losses real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Uh million-dollar champion, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, easy peasy. Mike?
1: Yeah, you got to let the good guy win on the last uh takeover there. Give me Grimes. Matt, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Adam Cole is gone, buddy. I don't think he's winning that match.
0: Well, do they both? I mean, does one stay and one leaves, or do they both go? Because I – I would say they've always done right by Adam Cole and in, in these storylines. So I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Adam Cole just to make sure we mix it up. But I think there's there's a lot of love for Adam Cole in NXT. Uh, NXT Women's Championship uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. I mean this is it. We've been waiting forever for Dakota. Uh, I don't think Raquel did as great a job as um, I mean I guess we shouldn't even say as we anticipate. We we kind of thought that this <laughs> wasn't gonna go great because she she looked green before she even won the belt. So um yeah, Dakota guy's taking this and that's uh that's yeah. yeah. Um yeah it
1: it it just yeah it was a pineapple pizza. I'm sorry, that's what it was for me. Um Walter versus Ilya. <sighs> at some point Walter has to lose, but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Ilya is he is NXT's answer to Darby Allen. Like for a guy to just Take his physical being and just offer a it great up comparison. as a as a sacrifice for our entertainment. That's going to be Dragging Off, and I don't think we need to see him win. We just need to see him survive against Walter again. So I think this is this is going to be Walter's victory. But man, I, I hope that Dragging Off sells t-shirts for all the sacrifice he's going to give in this match.
0: And if this is the end of NXT as we know it, I don't think that means that's the end of their relationship with Walter. So they're going to have him come into probably, a, I, I would guess they at some point want him on WWE programming and they want him looking as strong as ever. So yeah, another, another win for Walter. Yeah. And
1: then uh, what I think should be the second, oh, me. yeah. yeah um, second match uh, from the end. Cause I, I think Walter and, and Ilya should, should uh, close the show out, but it, Definitely won't. bet. it's Karrion Cross. And Scarlet, maybe, because now he's back on NXT. He has a wife again. Um against. Some, he Joe. didn't
0: this past week. Oh, didn't he? Nope.
1: Oh boy. I, yeah. I don't know why you would put that million dollar woman <laughs> anywhere but in front of the camera. But what do we know? You know, we, we just have a podcast on our couch. Um I uh I you know, I, I'm not picking Joe. Joe's Josh just there to, to help get carrying over, it. so hopefully that works out for Cross, and uh, and, you know, see what he can do. Or if he loses, I, I you know maybe Cross will get called up officially, and you know, do a few Jeff Jeff Hardy, I guess. I, yeah,
0: I, if I keep running along with the if this is the end of NXT as we know it, and I would anticipate a title being dropped. I think it would be pretty neat to have Samoa Joe do it as one of the best NXT champions of all time. Uh, if they're going to be hitting like the reset button and, and doing something completely different with NXT. Um, I can see Samoa Joe winning. And then that is, that's how they sail off as NXT, you know, NXT and Samoa Joe is your forever champion. Dakota Kai is your uh, forever champion kind of thing. And that's, that's that. And I, th- I think that is, it's actually that's actually pretty nice for the two of them. Uh, They both been fighting in NXT. You know, obviously Joe was up on the main roster for a bit, but they, you know, they had been fighting in NXT for quite a while. So um, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That's how I'm going to justify my Samoa Joe pick. All right, Mike, we're ready to sail off. Um, This is a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody uh, that tuned in for their first time to watch uh, the bros of discussion, please subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. We are also covering uh, the Red Wings. We play some video games every now and then. You can find our Twitch channel also as the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, find us on Twitter at bod podcast and on Instagram Brothers underscore of underscore discussion. And uh, I think that be it. Oh, right, and our shop page. Uh, just go to bodpodcast.com. dot com. Shop button is on the homepage. You just click on that sucker. You can support. Your two favorite Brothers of Discussion and uh, buy some fun t-shirts. Uh, we've been doing hot tag segments all episode. We have our hot tag line running right now. Um, so, uh, so check those out. It's bodpodcast.com or brothers of discussion.com. All right, everybody, thank you so much and happy CM Punk Day. Happy CM Punk Day. Woo! Hoppa! They do that in Chicago sometimes.